0: be
1: more relaxed hey everyone thanks for coming and hanging out with us i'm here with alex and today we're going to talk about how women dress um so here's my premise okay you know there's this idea that women only dress for themselves and they don't dress for men right that that is the the what we hear in society today and i think that's bs because the way the media and (laughs) advertising is built is to sexualize women Mm And the messages I'm being fed from, you know, the media is that, you know, women dress in a certain way to please me, okay. right? And that is the same messaging mm-hmm. that women get, right? When I look at how a lot of stuff is marketed to women, yeah. it's marketed for them to look attractive for men, mm-hmm. right? Like that is the prevailing narrative. So this idea that when, you know, women wear, you know, padded push-up bras or whatever yeah. else, some women definitely think they're dressing for themselves and maybe they are they want to look good but what is told to them that what looks good is what men will like right and Jordan Peterson got a lot of backlash because he talked about like high heels and Mm -hmm. how high heels are were originally made to like accentuate the buttocks Mm -hmm. to look better for men right Mm -hmm. and so I don't buy this thing that you know women who dress in these certain ways Don't do it for male's attention.
0: So I think that's a really interesting um, discussion, actually, and I don't think that you're wrong. Okay. But. But. I like I. I do think that like, at least like when I get dressed, like maybe I'm a special case, um, but like I'm not thinking about like I'm not putting on clothes trying to look good for men. But I think that you're right in that society, like, and our infrastructure around clothes. I don't know if that's... Clothing infrastructure is a real thing. But, um, like, with all the media marketing, um, I think that there is, like, a certain self-conscious... Or subconscious, um, maybe, uh, not desire to look good for men, per se. But I think that that is, like, kind of what... Like I think you're right that all of, market, like a lot of marketing towards women is, kind of in that way to look good for men. It has been yeah. for a really long time. Uh, I think we're seeing a bit less of it now, with, um, kind of the rise of like Me Too. I think that's spawned a lot of like, uh, changes in gendered marketing. Mm-hmm. But at least I feel like I've seen changes in gendered marketing in my lifetime. Yeah. In a big way. Um, yeah,
1: but so, but. that yeah. So, but I still like you know it frustrates me when you hear a lot, especially I, I think it's like you know particularly you know in women in their twenties and yeah. and even you know maybe late teens the way they dress is is a certain way and as they get older it's pretty evident that they change the way they dress. I was mm-hmm. talking with my sister about this yesterday. You know when she was twenty in her mid twenties and going to the club, she dressed differently than now when mm-hmm. she goes in a sweater because she doesn't care, yeah. right? And It's different for everyone, but I also like to think of the contrast of how men dress typically and women, right? Like men don't walk around with their midriff exposed all the time. Not all men. Not all men, but like the average guy or with shorts so short that their buttocks is exposed, Yeah. right? And it's like to say that there's no implications there, that there's no purposeful sexualization there... Mm -hmm for attention Mm -hmm. doesn't I don't buy it but to say that I'm like you know some horrible misogynist or whatever
0: so I feel like it's it's more that like when you get dressed yeah right like you are putting on how you want like you are like I guess like
1: deciding how the world should see you that day
0: yeah and like you are kind of making a statement about yourself um and also but also you're like you want to feel good Right? Like you want yeah. to go out and feel sexy and feel attractive. Yeah. Like and so I don't know, like at least when I get dressed, I like to look good. It's mm-hmm. Like I, I do like check myself out and make sure that I think I like like
1: but, feel confident. Yeah.
0: And so it's like it makes sense to me if you're a twenty something girl going to a club. Yeah. Like you wanna you wanna look sexy, like that's just like what you're doing. But it's maybe not like but I don't think it's a, like, oh, I'm going to look sexy for all the boys. It's like a, I'm going out with my girls. I want to look hot.
1: But to me, they're the same thing, yeah. right? The media has told you what looks hot based yeah. on a male-female dynamic, typically, right? Yeah. Like, that is still the prevailing thing.
0: I think, And I think you're you're right about that. But I think that um, saying that... but I think that that's why you'll get a lot of backlash when you say, oh, women are look, dressing sexy for attention from men, because that's not what
1: that's not what they think they're doing but But i'd argue it is still kind of what they're doing yeah
0: but then you're also saying to someone like oh what you think you're doing is not what you're doing and it's like a kind of condescending thing to say to someone right yeah
1: well but i think that's the case for like most humans right like (laughs) we i i'm very bought into the media influences us, us way more than we expect
0: yeah and so i completely agree like
1: and I tend to be, I guess some people would call me a male apologizer in some sense because mm-hmm. men are trained to look at women in that way. Mm-hmm. That is the media we're fed. And even no, I... you know, when I'm in a mall and I see how they advertise bras and underwear to women, it's hyper-sexualized for what yeah. I find attractive,
0: yeah. right?
1: Like that's the yeah. ideal they're sold is my ideal.
0: Well, and I think that's a really like important aspect of gender studies and about studying gender is like, I think a lot of time when we talk about feminism and um, like women's issues, we talk about it from like about women and we really focus in on women and how the media affects women and how the media or and how women like, view themselves, but I think mm-hmm. it's really important to also be looking at how the media affects men yeah. as well. And I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Like, media does hypersexualize women, and that affects women, and it also affects men.
1: Yeah, and so I kind of, like, I'll bring in another topic here then, because it kind of fits in line with this, and I want to start by saying, like, I by no means ever think someone is asking for it in the way they dress, right? Like, that is what you hear sometimes, and I think that's absolutely absurd, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? No matter how they dress, Mm -hmm. but I do think that there's been this, like, dismiss like we have this dismissive nature towards men's experiences Mm -hmm. where like let's talk about incels which was in in the news you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: relatively recently and people were like making fun of these guys or they're horrible Mm -hmm. people and all of this stuff and I don't disagree that what they're thinking is really bad Mm -hmm. but they don't come to that conclusion Mm -hmm. out of nowhere right and it seems like you know there's this idea of like men's right activists and like these things mm-hmm. of like pushing for men's rights and I think well no we need to understand that men's experience is shaped by their experience by you know their yeah. media and stuff as well and you know they're told that they should be getting laid a lot they're yeah. told that women do dress this way for them they're told all of these things mm-hmm. and then now they're being told, like, you're a horrible person for thinking this. So they've been trained, you know, by society and the media for a long time one way, and now they're being told everything you thought you were is horrible, Mm -hmm. right? And so there's this lack of compassion towards men now, Mm -hmm. I feel, and what their experience was or is.
0: I I think that there's a lack of compassion. Maybe that's what compassion is, actually. But I was going to say a lack of compassion to, like men who express views of, like, men's right activism and, like, incels kind of specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a lack of compassion to men as a whole. Um, but...
1: Depends what segments. Like, I think in yeah. some of the, like, more hardcore feminist segments, there's a complete lack of compassion towards that's, men.
0: Yeah, that's maybe fair, but I wouldn't, like, want to associate with them. Um, that's fair, <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh... I don't know. I'm... I'm of the view personally that people are not inherently evil. Like yeah. like when I come across a men's right act activist or something, I like I don't think that they were they're just a terrible person and just came like just by nature, like they would always have these views no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I do think you're right. I think these like all of this comes from somewhere. And yeah. I think it comes from a society that like has been sending certain messages in the media towards men. Um, for many, many years, and is very quickly shifting that.
1: And I think there, I think the, me, the message towards men isn't shifting as quickly as the message towards women, but mm-hmm. the women controlling the message are expecting men to react to a message mm-hmm. they're still not receiving, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, right? I think
0: that does make sense.
1: So that's where I think the big problem is, and where you see, to bring up Jordan Peterson again, his followers are largely these like mm-hmm. tw- like you know young men who have no sense of identity yeah. because they were trained a certain way and then now they're being told by society that that is wrong mm-hmm. right And they have no idea what to stand for. They mm-hmm. don't know where to get their value from. Mm-hmm. And I, I do feel like you know feminism brought a ton of good things, mm-hmm. but they didn't factor in men enough.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I, I mean, I think it's really important that. Um, I, I I think you're right. I think we haven't been paying attention. Like feminism as a whole hasn't been paying attention to men enough. I think it's starting to, right now, mm-hmm. a lot more in a much bigger way. Um, like, at least with like this push of feminism. Like, I think there's been like, what is this? Is this fourth wave feminism? Feminism now? I, like, I don't know. Like, I think third wave. Fe- third wave feminism was like in the '80s. I think. Yeah. Um, But, like, I think that, like, this wave of feminism is thinking about men a lot more than past feminism movements have. Um, And I hope that that's good and helpful. But I think that, I think you're right in that it hasn't been, um, the messaging hasn't been even across genders.
1: Yeah. Looping back to, like, looping back to... Uh, Connecting feminism and clothing. Um, (laughs) Like, the one thing that I find is just, like, a bit tongue-in-cheek, but also sort of valid is if everything is controlled by the patriarchy, Mm -hmm. that's including how women dress, Mm -hmm. right? Like, how women dress was designed by men, for men, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they controlled these companies. They Mm -hmm. control the advertising agencies. They decide how to make you want to dress. So, to have any argument that like women, unless, like, obviously it's all about knowing yourself, right, Mm -hmm. but it's increasingly more difficult for anyone to know themselves and know what they want. You're very much influenced by social media, by regular media and stuff, but regardless, like, most things in the patriarchy are designed by men for men.
0: Well, I think it's interesting, like, as a a bisexual woman, like, when I was growing up, I kind of had, like, tomboyish tastes at times, Mm -hmm. and I felt really uncomfortable like, trying to actually dress that way, and so I'd, like, try and dress more feminine, and so I think what ended up happening with me in high school, I was a very awkward teenager. <laughs> Nobody look up any pictures of me from high school. They're terrible. You can my see My grade it. 10
1: yearbook photo, I have hair down to my shoulders. It's gross. Oh, wow. But, sorry. But I
0: think, like, a big part of, like, my awkward dressing was that I didn't like a lot of the clothes. Like, I didn't want to wear a lot of the clothes that I was kind of mark that were marketed towards me yeah. and so I just didn't like I'd go and try on stuff and I just didn't really like anything mm-hmm. that I was trying on. I mean, I also felt awkward in my body, so that didn't help, but, yeah. um, it was awkward, just so awkward it was yeah. all over the place. But, and I think that that was actually a pretty big part of why I had just a ter- terrible taste in yeah. high school.
1: That's fair. The, uh, to, to wrap it up i think the the thing that you know is the clearest message to me is you know when i talk to a lot of people in their late 20s early 30s females they ha- they, they think of how they dressed in their early 20s yeah. and they're like come on yeah. right like and so the the narrative like the messaging right now is controlled largely by these like let's call them aggressive millennials who are Mm -hmm. saying like, no, we can dress however we want. It's for us. Blah, 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 blah. blah. I think
0: that's important. Like it, like people can dress however they want and absolutely all of that.
1: But you have to understand the context. Yeah. Right. And I think that if we recognize that, you know, by the time you're 35, you, most people, most women look back on how they dressed in their mid twenties and they're like, I'm not going to continue dressing that way. Like I, I have, figured out my priorities of it better, to be honest, right? And that's not how I want to present myself.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just, I have a hard time, like, like, like women do, like, should, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, just, sure, there's all this messaging around sex and clothing and sexuality, but I, I do think it's important to acknowledge that at least from the lived experience perspective these women aren't lying like
1: yeah that's fair their experience is their experience but it's
0: like a little condescending to say like no you're dressing for men even though you don't know it you know
1: Perhaps. Just because it's condescending doesn't mean it's untrue.
0: Yeah, but I think that's why you see backlash, because people are like, you're being rude.
1: Yeah, that's why I think we need more, like, 35-year-old women who (laughs) have that, like, they tell me this, they should be telling the 25-year-old women this. It's about that inter-feminine communication as well. Whereas, you know, I'm assuming uh, some of them get backlash of, like, well... You're not a feminist if you don't think I can dress however I want, type thing, right? But yes, it is so perhaps it is a bit condescending. I guess
0: like I just I just don't understand what the issue is. Does that make sense?
1: I think the issue is from from the male perspective, the issue is like they dress in a way that I've been trained to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And then I get attacked for paying attention to it, right? And I think the, and it's a lie to me that they're not that they're dressing that way not to get attention, mm-hmm. right? Like I think we get the same messaging mm-hmm. from the media, right? So I just I view it as disingenuous.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they're lying to you.
1: No, I don't, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think they're lying to me. I think they're lying to themselves, right? <laughs> and that's why it sounds condescending,
0: Yeah. right? I mean, yeah.
1: And I think my biggest problem is that we can't have this honest conversation about yeah. it, right? To talk, because that is the baseline of starting to talk about, to honestly talk about the messaging in the media. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways. You can't yeah. say I get to dress however I want and the media is bad yeah. telling me how to dress.
0: Yeah, I, well, I, I still think that certain types of male attention, like, w- like are still... Like that doesn't make certain types of male attention okay.
1: Oh, I I agree with yeah. that. I hundred percent agree with that. But I think you have to be able to talk about yeah. the, the like the root of it to properly address everything yeah. that comes from that.
0: Yeah, I would also say that I don't think that cert- that that is like necessarily the root of certain types of male attention. Like, I
1: think it could. I think it could be one of them. Like I think. Like, I I put a lot of blame on the media generally, yeah. right? So I think. This is a very clear example of how the media mm-hmm. influences society, yeah. um, and I think that's. I think it's all talk. I think the most important thing is talking about the media mm-hmm. generally, yeah. and I think this is one yeah. good, easy to understand yeah. example of that.
0: I don't want to like draw the conversation too much, but I think like things like catcalling, like I would say that's not the root. Still thing. horrible. Yeah. yeah, but I would say that that's not why people catcall. Like. I've been catcalled wearing like a baggy, like knee-length dress. That yes. Is not...
1: But it, men thinking they can catcall is still inherently yes. from, from the society media. and yes. media. Yes, yes, yes. And so it's fun, like I don't. Th- yeah. I just
0: don't think it's clothing-related. Is I guess the point I wanted to just throw out there.
1: Well, I'll end it. I, I can <laughs> still disagree. I think to some extent I understand where you're coming from, but I think fundamentally it might still be, but. Uh, I think we'll, we'll, leave, it we'll leave it there okay. for now. So thanks for coming on and hanging out.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and thanks everyone else for hanging out too. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, support us on Patreon. And I'd really love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to come hang next time.